Get ready for your semi-regular dose of random ideas from the guys at Codelation. We like to talk about big ideas, companies that are winning and those that aren't, along with current events in our crazy world of software startups. So come along with Eric and Josh, who challenge you to think big, start small, and turn your ideas into something on this episode of From Idea to Done. Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Eric. And today's idea is the book review of No Man's Land, where growing companies fail by Doug Tatum. Josh, you referenced this book a couple times in past episodes, and you and I are kind of in the same, we're the two main recruiters for your growing company. Can you give us a little synopsis of this book? Yes, our growing company, but uh, No Man's Land uh, helps you focus on a stage of growth that, you know, tough to see on, on see on podcasts when we're not video, but it's a, a linear growth, meaning kind of a line from the left to the left bottom, top right corner, and then expenses. Think of that almost as a stair step to where you need more expenses. Uh, you, you need more capital, more cash than you have uh, when you are trying to scale the company. And so you can do that without cutting your marketing team or budget. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> but on a positive note, it's really kind of like just having your marketing team crush it so that the dev team is overwhelmed. Yeah, I, I think to some extent, you know, looking at an expense like marketing, if you don't have the margin in your business, are you able to invest in it? And, you know, that was something we did a year, year and a half ago is saying, you know, let's go all in on content and marketing and see where we can get it to. Um, it was an expense, but I think we're on the other side seeing kind of the fruit of, of that happening. And really at the core of it, um, the, the book teaches you to focus on the, the four M's, which is uh, market, management, money, and model. And how you grow, you really need to keep your eye on, on each one. Um, as a smaller company, what worked for you won't work as, as you're growing. The, you know, the small company, you can promise and pivot quicker. The cu customer is able to have a very simple exchange with you as a company. But as you grow, everything becomes more complex. And you can fall out of, uh, out of alignment with the market, which may feel like everything is you know, just starting to slow down or quality problems start to emerge. And so that's kind of, it's, it's easy to fix things when you're a team of two. Mm -hmm. It's a little trickier when you're a team of 10 where we're at now, and I can't imagine it getting easier as we grow. <laughs> or 200 or 2,000. Yeah. Right. And so what are some of kind of like the key things you, me, and kind of anyone listening can take to their growth strategy and kind of recruiting efforts to help them so they don't fail? I think there's three takeaways from the book, and this is kind of my, my spin or opinion on, on the book itself. Um, so one is to say, what is the unique value that we built our business on and continue to validate, are we growing out of alignment with the market? Um, it's really easy to, to say that um, as a startup, you are providing high value at low cost, but that's not a scalable thing. And so, you know, we've really focused in on the concept of idea to your first customer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that's that's really aligning with the audience we're in front of. And we it's it's ours to to mess up and lose that focus as as we're growing. Sure. So, you know, if we can focus on that core value proposition and really develop processes around that, I think that's that's where we win. The second part of that is to say, what are the next steps and how can we really attract the best people we can to help us grow the team? 
if we can really focus in on the culture of the team and attract those that have done it before, I think it was uh, Sujan Patel's episode of the podcast where he said, hire somebody that's done the task you need to do not once, but twice. Mm -hmm. First time could have been a fluke. Um, so I think that's a big thing is to focus on, you know, leveling up as a team and, and bringing people in that uh, have seen the level of success before that maybe we haven't. And then finally, um, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of we need metrics to provide stability and understanding of the road in front of us. Um, it's something I'm diving into is uh, the concept of an OKR or KPIs, people have probably mm -hmm. uh, seen them as. OKRs are objectives and key results. Um, it's really tough to look back a year and say, how successful are we going to be in the future based on you know prior prior performance? And I think it's interesting, kind of as we've grown, this is the first time in the past, I don't know, two months, we've actually looked at listeners and we've looked at who this is actually talking to instead of focusing on just making the stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, and it kind of gets into like my growth strategy, which is just kind of know people in our field that I like that would be interested working for us, sell a bunch of things so we can hire them. And I don't like throwing things on Indeed or, or looking for other recruiters to fill a hole that we didn't prepare for. In those cases, both sides are kind of like desperate to change quickly. And that can kind of lead to one of us, or if not both of us, making a bad choice in working together. And so I actually, I have two coffee meetings set up next week with people in our field that might want to work with us someday. What is there any thought or strategy from the book that I should be taking into those meetings? I, I think the two things that we can <clears throat> focus in on are uh, momentum and culture. And um, I think when culture done right is that it helps provide the appearance of forward motion at all times. You know, uh -huh. Even when you're struggling or there's issues or it's bumpy, the culture can help weather you through that. And that's not, you know, putting on a fake veneer for the, the public to see, um, but it, it, it gives the appearance of forward motion even when you might be slowing down a little bit. It's, it's really the company's self-esteem. <clears throat> if we're able to create a culture that others want to be part of, does that just galvanize, you know, everyone involved? And I think there's, we've talked about this before, but momentum is so underrated. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're playing a game of football and you keep marching down the field and you're rocking and you know, you do a three and out in the middle of that, but you still have like crazy momentum and the crowd is like, it does the hardships don't really matter as much. And so <laughs> as, as a 300 pound man, when I fall down a flight of stairs, I don't stop. Yeah. Science. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Any uh, last additional thoughts on the book? Uh, you know, there's a lot of really good takeaways from the book and we really just scratched the surface um, in this talk. And, all I can really say is that if you are running a business, this has to be on your reading list. I like it. So thanks for reading this and telling me how to implement it into our work and make our team better. And I, I don't have to then because you're, you're a human cliff note. Oh, boy. That's that's high school talk right there. Cliff notes, huh? Um, you know, you, you can just Google stuff too, right? As an app development company, how Google? <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So yeah, tune into next episode where I don't read a book or Google it and ask Josh about the book <laughs> Giftology by John Rulin. Thanks for listening. We hope that you know of a startup that could use our advice and random thoughts. Send them over to Codelation.com to hear the next podcast.